Welcome, everyone, to Livestream Stars, the show where we feature talented broadcasters delivering high-quality content across Livestream platforms. And Livestream Stars is brought to you by Livestream Universe. Check it out, LivestreamUniverse.com. And we also have a website just for this show, LivestreamStars.tv. And we added some new guests to the schedule page for the summer. So you can check that out at LivestreamStars.tv. Also, uh, our featured stars section is growing. Melissa Reyes just went up into that section. And wow. coincidentally, she's here today. And next week, we have Jonathan Tripp on the show. Jonathan's the host of the aptly named Jonathan Tripp Live. Used to be called Blab Nation. He runs the Blab Nation Facebook group. So we look forward to talking to Jonathan next week. And now let's meet our guest for tonight. Melissa Reyes is the host of Tinseltown Tonight on Blab Tuesdays, 9 p.m. Eastern, and also the 10 Minutes in Tinseltown podcast. And Melissa's a blogger at Ms. Meliz, M-I-Z-M-E-L-I-Z.com. Um, her blog was ranked one of the top 101 most inspiring blogs for 2016. She's also been a, a top 50 and top 100 personal development blogger. Um, and she's a certified life coach, uh, certified professional life coach, an artist, a writer. And by the way, you also have a full-time job and a family as well. So um, yeah. good to know your schedule is wide open and uh, you have nothing but free time, right? <laughs> Um, I don't cook or shop or do laundry, <laughs> so that makes you feel better. <laughs> I don't have I don't have people to do that. I just let it go. <laughs> so before we get to the the live streaming and and broadcasting side of things, I've been seeing all this beautiful artwork that you're doing on on um, Instagram and 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 on your Snapchat um, account, which is awesome. You you tell really great stories on Snapchat. Um, what can you tell us about that? What, what you're working on and and where the idea came from? Absolutely. Uh, it started about a year or so ago. I was looking for um, some graphic artwork to put um, on a on a workshop uh, like guide that I was creating. I was going to be giving a workshop on uh, choosing your word and, and making your goals for the year. And it was how to get organized for bloggers. And it was with my SoCal Lady Bloggers group that I'm in. And when I was looking for that, I found a really pretty what mandala, which was kind of just a drawing. And I took it and borrowed it, but I always cite my resources. So it came from um, a site called 100mandalas.com. So I posted a link to that on my website and I started looking at it and I joined the 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 um, subscription. You know, I subscribe to the website and I get news from them right now and then. I never really thought about it again. But the 100 mandalas is uh, a challenge of drawing these mandalas. And this year, a whole year went by, um, around the holidays, I was looking for something to do. I had some coloring books that were getting popular. Everybody got coloring books for the Christmas, you know, <laughs> Christmas presents and stuff. And I had started coloring in these coloring books. And I thought, well, I wonder whatever happened to that mandala website. Well, sure enough, Catherine Costa um, at the 100mandalas.com um, had started another challenge and has was about to release a book. Oh, I'm so sorry. And um, was, uh, you know, just the timing was right that we connected. And I started 
uh, coloring in her the mandalas from her website, and then I was watching her videos on that she has on YouTube and on her web on her channel on how to draw them, and I started drawing them and coloring them myself. So I literally have only been doing it since January. Um, but as you can see, I have a lot of art influence. I have um, the colors I've been watching for a few years now of what things attract me in art. I'm, I like art and colors. So to have a way to express it has been really wonderful. And the daily practice of drawing for a challenge, just like a lot of people use those 100 day challenges for other things, has, um, has really brought out the artist in me. And so that's how it started. That's great. That's Random. great. And, and also, you you have um, an announcement about something that you're going to be giving away on your on your website. I do. I have um, collected exclusive only here on Livestream Stars. Right? Yes, I let it go. <laughs> I got I let it out of the bag last night, like around midnight on Snapchat. Mm. But most people don't know that I have produced, I guess, a printable free download of a coloring book with. 25 of the um, mandalas that I, as I do them, I like to do them online and share them either on Blab or on Snapchat. So I draw it and take pictures all along the way. So I had all these pictures of just the drawing without the coloring. And I made that into a, a printable. So you can go on to my website, mismaliz.com, and print it out or print one page at a time or just see what it looks like. And um, that's for free for, you know, it would be great if I, I, I'm not making it a condition, but it would be great if somebody wanted to subscribe to my new um, newsletter, which I'm uh, starting um, this week, you know. And But it's not a condition. It's just a gift that I'm giving right now on my blog. Right. Nice, nice. Yeah. So let's talk about Tinseltown tonight. First of all, the name. The name makes it sound so I mean, it's got to be one of the best names for Blabs, right? I mean, you've got the TR on, and it sounds like Tinseltown tonight. Like, there should be a red carpet and celebrities wearing I have a clapboard. Their, their most it's actually a couple of minutes, um, <laughs> now, where did you, you know, what, what made you choose that as a name and how does that fit with, with the show? It kind of came to me in a dream, uh, <laughs> but I, I had wanted to have a podcast. I was a little intrigued by podcasting. My, my husband had a um, two-wheel uh, RC podcast for motor. He, he races motorcycle, um, RC motorcycles, radio-controlled motorcycles, and he actually... Um, you know, had been doing that for a while. So I was introduced to podcasting through the, the behind the scenes, not really a listener of podcasts. And whenever we would listen to them, it would be these, you know, couple of guys talking about, it's kind of like, you know, like the Saturday Night Live version of a podcast where everybody's just really drone talking about the <laughs> subjects that I had nothing that I was interested in. And so, and my husband would love to listen to these over and over again when everyone on a trip and, you know, driving was listening to these podcasts about something like this. And I thought I would have an anti-podcast podcast for people who hate podcasts. But then that would suck because nobody would listen to it because my viewers or listeners would be people who don't like podcasts. So that's kind of my background. And I was, I wrote a book and I started getting people interviewing me about my book and I published, I self published my book in 2013. And I was on 
I was being interviewed on a podcast by someone in my field who talked about things I like to talk about. She was a life coach and she had a blog and a, you know, um, an international presence. And she um, was found me online, you know, and had read my book. And so I thought, well, you know, I told her I've always wanted to have a podcast. So she said, really? a true life, true life coach form. Like if you know Coach Jenny, she would say, you know, um, she said, well, why, why don't you? What's stopping you? And I said, well, nothing. I, we've got all the equipment and I've seen how to do it. I've done some voiceover work. I, I could probably do it. So that, that night I went, I was up all night thinking about it. What would I call it? What would it be? What, you know? And so to answer your question, I thought, I wanted something short, like around 10 minutes at the time, a 10, this was before Blab, so 10 right. minute uh, podcasting was the thing. I had been to the New Media Expo um, conference a couple of times and had met other podcasters and people in webcasting. And so I so I had enough knowledge to know that that 10 minute thing was a, was a, a deal breaker for me. And then I thought, well, I want it to be about Hollywood and where I live and about the city and I wanted it to be about the superstars that I know, that superstars that walk among us that don't have that notoriety and don't have that, um, you know, glam star power of a celebrity, but they should because what they're doing in their regular life is is totally, everybody should have a red carpet to walk on. It's right. like that 15 minutes of fame. Everybody should have that minute to, to really shine. And so that was my message. And that's kind of why I, I put it together as 10 minutes in Tinseltown. And then once I started actually doing it, right. it's never been 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so I got people coming to it who didn't know just by the title. Okay, you're not 10 minutes. You're not in Tinseltown. It has nothing to do with stars. What the hell are you doing? And I got so much slack, but I kept it up because my dream really was to um, to show how, how everybody shines and and to, to interview people that I was interested in knowing because I think that they're superstars. And it sucked. It's been great. So that's great. So you first you first went on Blab as a as a way of recording the podcast, as a way of having like yeah, it's a great way to interview people and and, yeah. and, and so forth. But you weren't thinking that like Blab was gonna be um I I mean it's sort of like now it's taken a life of its own, right? Where like people think a lot of people know you through Blab, may not 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 even know the podcast. At what point did right. You start saying like, wow, there's more to this blab than just a facility to record. I know it's hard to believe, but when I came to blab, I was already looking for exactly this platform. If mm -hmm. I had had a way to code this, this is what I would design. So I tried Spreecast. I tried live stream, which is a different live stream than what we know on Facebook. I tried Skyping. I tried... Google Hangouts. I tried a lot of different uh, formats that I wanted the, to use that had a uh, capability to have two people connecting like this mm -hmm. with a live audience with a chat in the side where we could broadcast live and that I could get a recording and then put it on YouTube and then also get an audio recording and put that on iTunes. That was my wish list. 
put it out in the universe. And I'm then glad I, answered. I was on Meerkat. I was I was streaming on Meerkat from I was on Spreecast, okay, which I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it's it's very similar to this in format in thought. Uh, except it's not connected with Twitter, but people can go to Spreecast. Does it have video or it's just it audio? It has video. It has I've video, always okay. been on video from the beginning because I... So you were looking for a, a video platform. Yeah, but I didn't know that that's what that was called when I started. Right. right. <laughs> people are like, wait, you're doing a podcast, but it's video? And I'm like, trust me, I'm recording it on video. I'm taking the video and using the audio for the podcast. But I'm going to do something with that video because I was able to download the video and create a YouTube video. You know, I knew how to do, you know, um, those video editing enough that I could put out a video. And I had used a lot of different video editing software before just doing presentations and things for work. So um, when I started at Blab, I was already had come to the point where I loved live streaming. I'd already learned about it from Periscope, and which I couldn't get because I didn't have an and I only had an Android, and at the time Periscope wasn't on Android. So I went with Meerkat. Um, I could use Meerkat on my Samsung phone, and so I would go on Spreecast, which people had to join in order to view. That, but they could be in an audience like this. It wasn't completely private. Anybody could get on, but you still had to sign up with Spreecast. So I had a little problem with people that, so it ended up being just me and my guest and maybe a few of their family and friends. And so then I would go on Meerkat and I would set it up so that the Meerkat would um, capture the interview with the two people from my screen. And I would simulcast on Meerkat Live and that audience on Meerkat is what hooked me to live streaming because that interaction with a live audience, people could ask questions. And so a friend of mine who was also on Meerkat, his name is Jay, um, he asked, you know, we talked about having a co-host and what it would be like to have two people so that he can monitor from his home their Meerkat inf- um, questions and feed them to me over the this, this Spreecast or over, you know, Blab. And so, um, you know, or just, I don't know how we're doing it then. I guess we were doing it on Meerkat. And so that is how we started. We kind of made, um, we made it work with what we had. And then one day somebody, we were on Meerkat watching a stream, a bunch of people that were Meerkat people. And they said, oh, you've got to try this out. It was Tech Tuesday. And on Tuesday, they would show the new technology and people were putting up Kickstarter stuff. And so they said, you got to come to this website. So I clicked on it and I was in a blab. And um, it was maybe two weeks in. It was brand new. It didn't have any of the stuff that we have now. And um, and I got on it with Candy J. I don't know if you know her. Candy uh, Takei. She's from Japan. And there was a guy that was on it from England. And there was somebody on it from Canada. And so four countries in the room talking. Wow. And it blew my mind. It's like that commercial right now where my mind just went, <gasps> you know, it was like, sorry for the pee there. But it was... You know, and so it was amazing. I thought, this is it. You know, this could happen. This could work. And that night, you know, we started doing Tinseltown tonight, or it was 10 minutes in Tinseltown at the time on Blab and have been here ever since. So 280, 288 days. Wow. So that's a real early adopter, like two weeks in. I mean, I've, o- <laughs> I've only been on Blab since 
um, well, since November, but I've been watching Bleb since October. And I had the same kind of reaction. Like, as soon as I saw it, I was like, this is the most amazing. This is what the world has been waiting for, right? Um, so, you know, how did your how did your podcast, like you said you were going longer than 10 minutes um, yeah. on your podcast. Um, yeah. Now that you are recording your, your entire podcast on, on Blab or your entire show on Blab, right? You have the video replay that people can watch. How much of your show are you cutting it back now to 10 minutes? Or are you still leaving a little bit longer than 10 minutes in the podcast? No, it's still nine to 12 minutes, but, um, and I don't put most, I'm really, really, really far behind. It's kind of sad, but, um, I, I have, I met a guy on, um, a podcasting Facebook group that offered to do editing for people for, for, from through Fiverr. And I put, you know, I friended him and as put a side note into him and asked if he would be willing to, I told him what I wanted. I said, I need somebody who can go take my YouTube video of my show and take out the first 10 minutes and polish it up with, you know, my intro and outro. And, and so that I could put it on, um, on iTunes because that's what I'd been doing myself and it was just running out of time um, to do it because you know I put a lot of effort into before and after the show promoting it and doing the research and meeting the you know the, the people who I'm interviewing and so he said yeah so he did a couple <laughs> and then some, you know his life happened and so but the idea is that he's going to do it for me every week on a weekly basis and for five bucks it's totally worth it and so basically i have an intro that says you know well 10 minutes tonight or whatever 10 minutes in tinseltown i start the show off like normal you listen to the first 10 minutes or so or the best 10 minutes if right, i right. was going to take the time to find it the sweet spot <laughs> of the interview that's the plan but i usually just do the first 10 minutes and then maybe edit some stuff out. And then at the end, it says, it's me saying, if you want to hear the rest of the interview, go over to my website or my YouTube channel and you can well, watch great. the video. You don't have to watch, you could listen to it, but you'll hear the rest. And so that's what I've been doing. And I, and every time I think, well, you know, I'm so far behind, I don't, I'm not going to do that weekly podcast, or I'm not going to ever get to the weekly point about it. Somebody convinces me to keep the podcast. So you know. Yes, yeah, and it's a great way to drive traffic to your website and your YouTube channel and everything. Yeah, right? it's all going around and around. Like I have a list here, so you know, I've got all the social media that I've built from um from the blogging, which was originally for the book and then, you know, that led to more um covering events and doing blogging conferences and things like that and then I, that led into podcasting and now into live streaming and it all comes back to my website soon and in, artwork. In, and soon in virtual reality, you can experience what it's like to be there in the studio live. Rachel, Rachel Moore, thing. by the way, has a, has a great question. I gotta, I gotta ask you this. Do you find you need to conduct or moderate in a specific way on Blab to make it work for the podcast format? Honestly, I don't even think about it. I have to say, I'm not that into the podcasting culture. I haven't gotten any negative feedback, knock on wood, you know, whatever you have to do. But in everything I've ever done, I've never gotten any like real trolls or bad negative um, commentary. So I, I wouldn't know if anybody or if they're not listening to it because they hate it because I don't stick to this formula, then they could. Right. There's a lot of other places that they could listen to. <laughs> so I just do my own thing. 
And you mentioned you use somebody from Fiverr who does the, you know, converts it, so to speak, to the podcast Out audio or whatever. 30 or so that are up there, he's done about five of them, and I've done the rest of them, and he does mine. But Is there much mine. editing that goes into making it a podcast, or you pretty much just cut the start in the 10 minutes in and, and away you go? Originally, I spend hours working on editing it and making it sound good and taking out the ums and, you know, um, um, <laughs> you know, all that stuff. But I, I did less and less of that as it rolled on. And I felt like it was more important to, you know, put the energy into making a great interview and blab by that time came up. And um, in my heyday of blab, just before all the marketing people came over, who I love now, but just before the Periscope people came over, who I also love now. But mm -hmm. um, that was when I was getting, you know, hundreds of people in the room and it was such, such an amazing time. And that was when my podcast kind of, it wasn't important anymore because it was exciting to be on the lab. Right, so, right. But the main thing I learned from blogging and writing and even my 100 mandala challenge is consistency is the most important thing. Mm -hmm. um, even in raising my kids, you know, everything about that is, is is the principle by which I live. So keeping that weekly time slot, Tuesdays, it's TTT, 10 minutes in Tinseltown, 10 minute, uh, right. 10 minute Tuesday, you know, keeping that on and, and going every week that just to, to be a reliable person, that leads into the life coaching part of it. I currently really just do not have the time i tried to make that it is still a goal for this year to get some mm -hmm. coaching clients and to get that going again but um but that takes a lot of effort too you know so just to keep my face out there and and, and build that trust with people so you know it's it's helpful for me but it's also fun so that's why right. i do it so. Uh, another question, Alberto Gomez asked, do you think that a platforms like Blab could create a talk show boom? In my world, it has. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I don't... We're almost too close to it, right? Yeah. Because we're, we're focused on doing our shows and we're focused on what's going on on Blab and the people that we're connected to, right? On social yeah. media are kind of excited about this stuff. Everyone and I know we, has a show or right. wants to have one here. And then you step outside this exactly. world and people don't even know what Snapchat or Periscope or Blab. If or, I go to the market or if I go to, you know, to my regular day job, they don't know what it is I'm doing that at all. <laughs> and so, you know, the most people don't. And so could it create... A, it just depends on how you would measure a talk show boom. I think that um, there are, it's a big world. There are a lot of people. And I think it's a really, a really, a really wonderful time. Sorry. <laughs> a really <laughs> wonderful time to, 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 you know, break out of your comfort zone and do what you've always wanted to do. And your people they will watch you and love you for it. And um, I experienced that when I wrote my book and I self-published it. I wanted to learn about the self-publishing process. And I learned about that around the same time that people were um, producing their own music and posting it online and people were downloading it instead of going and buying records. And so, yeah, we put bookstores out of business and we put um, you know, record mm -hmm. stores out of business and video stores are out of business, but 
everything is still available and more people can participate and more artists can come out and live their dreams because they don't have to wait to be discovered or managed. Right, right. You know, they don't have to pay some, but somebody else isn't going to be making anything, you know, unless they're providing the service to me that I want to use. So. So who've been some of your favorite guests that you've had on since you've been doing the show on Blab? Oh, wow. Um, One of my favorites is David Dorian Ross. Do you know who that is? I don't. He's the first one who comes to mind. He's very, um, very well known, I guess, on Meerkat. But um, he's he. If you looked up David, Dash, I never really got into Meerkat. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. If you look, if you Google David Dash Dorian Ross, he is he's um, one of those guru um, yoga and uh, not karate, but Tai Chi masters. He does like a Tai Chi um, show, and he's really he's remarkable. But he's he reached out to me um, early on when I started broadcasting on Meerkat about having um, a class because he uses Trainerly and he uses Zoom and he has a platform that he speaks daily to people and over a hundred people come on Zoom and he can see them all at the same time. So it's, it's just like Blab, but a lot more people could be on screen at the same time. So they, so he can monitor how they do the moves and it's a great platform for people who teach um, um, exercise class or yoga or whatever. And so he was thinking that it might be something that I could use for my, at the time, Vlad didn't exist. And, <laughs> and so he was thinking it might be something that I could use for my show so that I could connect with more mindful people that would like to hear my message. And so um, he reached out to me. Anyway, he has one of those personalities that just, it's, I just could talk to him forever. And he is so neat. And he, he got on and I had to go to to a funeral in San Diego. And so to keep my week, I broadcasted from my laptop in a Starbucks. And I didn't have wow. very good um, technology that day. It was one of those blab fail days, but the interview didn't come out really great for the technology. But the conversation was amazing because he's somebody who could pull it off. It, nothing phased him. Wow. So um, it turned out terrific. It really was. And uh, so those are the kinds of interviews that I really love. And then another memorable one where I got a lot of attention was um, da uh, another David. Um, oh, my gosh. David H. Lawrence, is that it? He was on Joel Calm's show and he's an actor and has a big following. And so, you know, I got on and asked him a question and then later he sent me a tweet. It was a little flirty and uh, we flirted a little bit, which was, you know, like, I'm like, wait, are we joking? Cause I'm married, you know, like this is not. And then he's like, oh yeah, I'm married too. I'm sorry. I'm just saying hi. You know, I'm like, okay, <laughs> want to be on my show. <laughs> and he came on my show and, and it was, you know, that was a really fun show. He did a great, uh, a great episode, um, a great interview and talked a lot about voiceover work and, and the oh, things wow. that he does. And, um, you know, of course, he got me to sign up for his voiceover class, and, but he gave me a lot of advice. And I think that's what I enjoy most is that I try to interview people, but I always learn so much from everybody I talk to, uh, you know, and I'm just trying to show how great they are. And, and and I don't mean to, like, try to, like, glean free stuff off of them, right, but right. just being being able to get to know them, I, I've come out a better person. And I that's what I like about it.
Yeah, I mean, it's a great opportunity to talk to and, and learn from interesting, yeah. interesting people. The trifecta um, is when, Ross, when I find someone who is in a little bit in Hollywood or in a little, you know, notoriety and has that heart of gold and has a message, those three things, uh, that's to <laughs> the night. That's what that is. That's the sparkle, that's great. you know? <laughs> and so is there somebody, somebody else you, you think of that, like, fits all all of those things uh, i guess david lawrence would partially fit yeah. that right or could yeah yeah he's a really great guy mm-hmm. and he has an app he's an actor. yeah he's an actor right. and he's and he's been on a lot of shows i watched him um on uh, now i have such a bad memory for those kinds of things that's why i'm not really a good hollywood correspondent um but i have covered some red carpets but anyhow uh he he was on this like crazy he had a real he had a part where he was really creepy and so before i got to interview him i watched it and so when i saw him i was creeped out because he was so good he was so scary and he he was the puppeteer and the show. oh my god it was really scary you didn't know what you're getting no, into. like i didn't realize <laughs> it and he told me but you know when you go see it, it's like you're really evil in that he's like but i'm not really like that all the time <laughs> so right. uh so yeah i don't know what you asked but that was that's what got me thinking about that but i, I don't know well, he got, and he turned out to be really nice he actually has an app that um he designed that is to learn your lines for actors, but it's a really great for anybody who's trying to memorize something like so a lot of uh, people who are taking the bar exam or different, you know, things like that will use his app and you can speak into it and then repeat and, and memorize things. And I can't remember what it's called, but you can go to mismaliz.com and look up David H. Lawrence and you could get that information and find out about his app. So yeah, people who are doing things to help other people, I really like that, you know, so it does, it does make a difference. And are you still using Meerkat or are you using Periscope or Facebook Live or is, is, is Blab kind of where you're spending your time? Um, I, I, I wish I could still use Meerkat, um, but when I just haven't been using it. Uh, mm-hmm. I was using it up until a couple months ago. If I was in a location like I was yesterday and I wanted to, um, you know, sh- stream for a little while and then have that video. But now that I found Snapchat, I found that to be more interactive and, and just as easy to take 10 second videos. You can stream them together and download them, put them on YouTube, just like you could with Meerkat or Periscope. So, um, and interact with people, but not, it's not like while you're talking, which is, I liked that because when I was, you know, using that on the go as it was originally for Meerkat and Periscope was really not for broadcasting. It's really, both of them are designed to be able to take with you on your phone and, and stream wherever you are and show people, you know, you're part of the world and your perspective. And so when I would do that, then I would be looking high. So, and so, you know, constantly interrupting myself and getting questions and stuff. So, um, so Snapchat's great because you could just stream it and send it out. Um, so no, I'm not using Meerkat. I never really liked Periscope. Too many trolls for me the first few times that just like hypercritical <laughs> about how I looked and I just, I didn't like it. Like I, I would be so excited about somebody want to make a comment and then they were telling me, you know, I should get my hair done or, you know, whatever, just mean things. And I never found anybody mean on Meerkat. I found creeps on Meerkat, but mean people, no. 
So yeah, I mean, people who liked Meerkat really were were really kind of loyal about it the for Meerkat a long time, fan. and really they almost <laughs> had to be forced to go. Uh, you know, I don't think this is gonna you, this is gonna happen. I had like guilt, like remorse for for leaving, and and people would say, "Oh, you're on Blab now. Why are you here?" You know, in the fam familial way, you know, like. I thought you were over on Blab. <laughs> and so I'd say, yeah, you should be too. It's great. But that doesn't mean I don't want to still come to Meerkat. And so, but, you know, I've been, I was in high school. I work at a middle school. I don't need to act like that all the time. So I kind of, right. but I still have my connections with the people who were real people that I enjoyed meeting and getting in touch with. And I love it when I find them in other platforms that I'm in, because that's how we all came to Meerkat to begin with. We've, discovered it it was great so right. you know how how about you i mean do you find like that that you get really involved in a platform to the point where you feel like you owe it to yourself to stay <laughs> <laughs> i'm all about blab i mean i'm gonna push through with this until i'm like the last show on blab <laughs> I, I mean who knows what's what's gonna happen i mean blab seems to to always be tweaking it and they usually take a step or two back and then they take a nice leap forward um the last couple of weeks it's been harder to find blabs i know that there have been blabs that i've subscribed to that when i've just gone to my you know the that. blab home home page that i actually had to go only because i knew the person's website where they you know, ha we'll have a link to the blab that I could get into a blab that I had subscribed to. So I, I feel like the views like the last couple of weeks have dropped a lot because of, of the interface. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I, I think it's worth sticking through because I think, you know, I'm hopeful that what what's going to come in the next week, two weeks, day month i don't know I've... will be better than what was before but <laughs> it's a little it's a little frustrating when you can't find the blab that you subscribe to or that you know in my case they're blabs that i promoted on live stream universe and i can't even find those really? those blabs except you mean by for scrolling the or looking for it because right right if i just I go just to the page go so... in and type ros and it comes up. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I could do that. But I'm saying I, I try and experience it like the average person who's like, okay, I'm going to go to my home page and pick one of the things I subscribe to mm. or whatever. And, eh, you I know, I think it's changed, Ross. I think the people just like, oh, you got used to it one way. They changed it without notifying us. And we feel mm -hmm. like now, now everything's different and I can't stand it. And so I am one of those people who are like, I just roll with change change it's just a new way of discovering something so like i never got used to the last couple of changes because um i don't have the, I, I don't have the time i had to scale back from watching a lot of streams a lot right. of labs and um now i have to scale myself back from snapchat <laughs> but uh <laughs> so like i go on i there's a few people i watch there's i try to participate when i have the time like i don't watch television very much i this is my television so i enjoy you know um getting involved sometimes if I can't sleep, I'll get on a late night one or weekend binge or something. But um, but I'm not there consistently every day. So for me, right. it's all, it's changing at a rate that it kind of always looks different. And I use my phone and I have my work and my home computer. And so that interface looks a little different in each place. I also have the Blab Beta Beta 
on my phone, it's the developer's beta one. It actually says Blab beta and the regular phone app is Blab. So those, I have them both. So they actually both look different. If I accidentally click on the wrong one, I don't know if you can see. Mm -hmm. two, there's two blabs. And um, the, the, the blab beta is what's coming next on the, the blab pro, um, update. And so, uh, so you're seeing ahead of what I'm seeing on my blab app. Yeah, unless yours says beta. No, no, I don't yeah. think so. So like, <laughs> yeah. and when I heard beta, when I first started with, with Blab, I thought, oh, this is great. I never expected it to last this long. I've never, you know, I thought that at some point they would say, okay, this is it. We're going to do it like this, but they just keep going. And I think that's, I've heard that that's how, you know, Google and Microsoft and different places have been for a long time. So maybe that's the thing just to always be well, in development. Is it like job security probably, for people or right, something? Right. You probably know better than I do and probably can't say, but my, my guess would be that, you know, like I say, this is part of a larger group of, of updates, right? So, it, I mean, I, time, like the, I, history, I like the layout. Yeah, if history shows, it's going to change and it may change again right. because it seems to me that these people are so innovative and so creative that they're they're ahead in what they want faster than the developers can get it done. And so when those developers get it done or the coders or whoever it's doing it, and they push it through, they've already thought of more changes. Mm -hmm. Whether it's to right. satisfy the, the input that we give them or the, um, the, the people who are pouring money into this or just because they're so creative. So yeah, I, I think if from the very beginning, it's never really been like, we're going to get here and that's going to be how it is. I think it's always going to be in development. Right, right. Wow, I wish I had that plan beta. I'd love I'd love to see what's coming next. <laughs> I I used to try to get the Meerkat one cuz Meerkat had one too and um I think there's one for the admins on here. There's is a little mm -hmm. higher. So what happened was I was having so many problems and I was complaining like daily. And finally, one of the guys, I think accidentally gave it to me because I was like, I need this to be fixed before my show starts. And he said, well, if it's not, it's gonna come out in the next update. It should be better, but if not here, try this. And I've just had it ever since. They're probably shut it down once they hear me say that. But uh, you know, it's, it, it's okay because I don't like not seeing what everybody else is seeing. I'm, I'm not. If I had special. a podcast, I'd just I cut that out of the on. podcast version. Really? But I don't right Go now, ahead. so I yeah. can't. It's okay. So people have to hear it. No, I, I have nothing hard. <laughs> I, you know, it's uh, things like that. Actual little things sometimes are blessings, and sometimes they're cursed. You know what I mean? And I, you know, it's not a secret that I have it, and and I know there are other people who 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 get it and it it's sometimes it works better than the other one and sometimes it's just some more changes and differences so they're all tools to me um right. you know we have an open seat if anybody wants to jump in and ask <laughs> melissa a question um so tell us a little bit about your setup i mean in terms of oh, like sure. the equipment you're using you're you're further along than, than a lot of people using blab because you actually play your theme music when you start your blab I do. some people go back and like when they make a podcast out of it they add 
music, but you actually put the music right on Blab, which I, I think sets sets you apart. So I'm married can to you tell a us genius. <laughs> I'm married to a genius, and actually, you know, being having been doing this for a while, so this is my iPod, old iPod. Mm -hmm. You know, I I'm the one who gets the hand me down old stuff because I'm the mom, right? <laughs> <laughs> and um, it is connected to the computer and to mixer. So the mixer yeah. is the key. And so I can play it. I'm going to move my camera so you can see. Oops. So I have a little mixer. That's my lunch, peanut butter. That's a little mixer. And I have, nice. you know, so um, that was another Christmas present. My husband's been really, really lucky because since I started doing this, that he can give me technological equipment for presents and I love it. <laughs> Never before has that been the case. So he <laughs> he listens to me saying, you know what I wish I could do? I want to be able to play music that sounds good. And I've been doing this and he'll say, why are you doing that? That's not how you do it. And then he'll tell me what I need and I'll go, how do I get that? And again, you know, next day I come home and he's moving wires around but wow. this is because this is why i've never actually bought a computer because my husband's built them for me um the one i'm using now my husband i mean my son built for himself you know just buying the different components and putting it together so i don't even though i could talk to you a little bit about how the things work i've still stumped on like how radio waves work and how cellular phones were like, I just, I'm not that technical, but, uh, but I do, but I am able to do what I wanted. And if I go too long without doing it, I have to get someone to help me do it again. But so it's queued up for me. <laughs> I play the music. Mm -hmm. I right. can start it and stop it. And it's there. And before that I was just dubbing it in. So I would tell people, okay, I'm going to be starting the music now. So dance like this. And the people would dance like that. And I'd be all, yeah, isn't that great? Hey, everybody, welcome to Tinseltown tonight. And the guests would be sitting there going, this girl is nuts. But then later, I would edit it in and play the music. <laughs> so you put it into like the, the version you'd upload to YouTube yes, or whatever? I did it all myself. So that's awesome. So I, I know how to do that. You know, I know how to do that. I could take the files and I can lay them, oh, you know, right, and do right. that. And so, um, and then upload it to, to YouTube. And we were actually with Spreecast and, and Meerkat, we would just like steal it off of their site and right, download right. it. And my husband is, you know, he's crazy. I'm not giving his name out because he'll be knocking <laughs> more later. But, uh, but yeah, so we jimmied a lot of things that, that, Blab would be, you know, I got on Blab. First of all, they're really excited because I had the microphone. And they're like, mm -hmm. are you a podcaster? You know, literally, Sean and, and Furkan jumped in my my stream and, you know, we're learning how to use Blab. And they're like, do you podcast? Because we're looking for podcasters. We want people to be able to use this. We think it'll be great. What do you think? And so they really, at that time, listened to a lot of things that, that I wanted. And I would just wow. tell them like I do now with my husband. I'm like, you know what would be cool? It'd be really neat if I could have, if my co-host could have, you know, the ability to, you know, let someone in and out. Because while I'm talking, it's hard to do that. And, I mean, I'm not the only one who said that. I'm not taking credit for it. But literally, those are the kinds of conversations we would have. 
But they're not buying stuff and then coming over to your house and setting it up for you. Uh, no, I did get a free shirt that I didn't have to beg for. <laughs> I got a free shirt. I've got some stickers. I got um, I got a little uh, hand-drawn Hollywood sign that says, we love you at Blab, Ms. Meliz. I mean, little things, little Blab appreciation things. But no, they're not, they're not asking me, you know, from anything. I don't even, they don't even answer my emails anymore. But that's because it's business. Aww. It's business. <laughs> it's business. They're much bigger, more important to them people and in this. And I'm happy for them that I'm just glad right. I get to use it. Just the way, you know, I'm glad I have somebody here who's got my back with this technology. You know, it's 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 the way the world works. I feel like, you know, I I'm I will never catch up and give as much to people that I've received and I'm just going to spend the rest of my life trying. David Vaughn says I'm a fairly unimportant person on an irrelevant platform. <laughs> That's it. Exactly. I'm going to write that down. I'm, I'm, I'm significant <laughs> to some. <laughs> At least yeah. one is the only one that matters. 